Welcome to the Million Pound Biller Coffee Break Podcast. These are short podcasts for you to listen to at a coffee break. Developed to give you some quick ideas on how to help you build your desk and business. Now, over to Adrian Mansfield, the Million Pound Biller for today's Coffee Break Podcast. Welcome to the Million Pound Biller Podcast. I'm Adrian Mansfield, and in my 20 plus years in recruitment, I've had a number of million pound years. I've worked in most of the major recruitment markets and in all sales roles within a recruitment agency. I've also run my own company and set up companies both in the UK and in several international locations. Recruitment has given me the opportunity to travel the world and see some of the best and worst places on offer, from Australia to Afghanistan and many more in between. The Million Pound Biller podcast offers those at any level in recruitment tips and ideas from me and my contacts, both inside and outside recruitment, but all from the coalface. Information and ideas that can be taken back to your day-to-day careers and put you on the path to a million pound year. The cornerstone of my success over the years has been my willingness to learn and develop my skills, something I still do every day. Now I'm offering you some of my ideas and thoughts that will allow you to squeeze the most out of your recruitment career, no matter what level you're at and where you're aiming for. Every journey, even one to a million pounds, starts with a single step. So let's take that first step together. Welcome to this week's Coffee Break podcast. This week, we hit a huge milestone. We passed over 1,000 downloads of our podcast, and thanks to all of you that have downloaded and listened to our podcast over the last few weeks. When I started this podcast, I wasn't sure how it would resonate with those of you out there, but I'm humbled that so many of you have taken time out to listen, and I hope there's been some benefit to you in all of these podcasts. This week, I've been taking some time to think about work-life balance. I have a number of active projects going at the moment, and these cover many different countries and time zones. And as such, my days and hours are pretty stretched. So I've been sure to make some space in my weeks for non-work things, as otherwise I can get stuck on work and never actually move out of that work balance. That brings me to this week's first topic, the idea of time blocks. When I first started in recruitment, I was introduced to the concept of core hours. These are hours in which the core part of the role was to be done. They were set in time blocks, and since then, I've built on that concept to allow me to better manage my time, even as I've moved out of a single focus as I had when I first started. In my first job, it was simple. I had to get roles from clients and then I had to fill them. So in effect, I had two time blocks in my day. Three hours were set aside for client work and three hours for for candidates. The gaps were then blocked for things like emails, calls and personal things like lunch. As I moved up into management roles, I had to work in more time for other things into my day. The number of items that would or could take me away from core hours became bigger and often I had emergencies that cropped up and changed my week or day within a few minutes. So how did I manage that? I just added more blocks, and I added buffers between the blocks that would allow me gaps in my day. But I had to work to retain the core actions on a daily basis, those of calling candidates and calling clients. So I could spend each day speaking to people, talking to people about the job, and I still do that even to this day. This all sounds like quite a simple process, and I respect that many of you may do something similar already. So what else can I add to it? Well, a simple question is, do you block time for everything else in your life? As I said, I spent some time off recently, and during that period, I listened to a really interesting book by Nir Eyal called Indistractable. In that book, he covers a number of things, but one area that built on my existing plans was the concept of adding time blocks for your personal items, and most importantly, doing those things before anything else. His concept, which I have taken on board over the last week or so, is that you start by working out what you want to do for your own self, your personal items. This means things for you and nobody else. In my case, it's things like a daily walk, a weekly round of golf, and plus some other smaller items. Then once those things are in, you add other things such as your family and friends to your schedule. 
you schedule in things like weekends away and time to catch up with people, even if it's just a weekly block to call your parents. Once these items in, then you start to build your work items around them, depending on how you work your week. And that may be using the basic structure from back when I started, or maybe that you add more time blocks into it, depending on how you are and how you work. Either way, these fit in around the other personal items. The reason that you build up your time in this manner is that, especially if you're like anything like me, the work stuff will happen. The calls, meetings and emails will be sent, but often what gets left behind or left out are the personal things. I'm growing into the belief that the most successful people in life have a balance throughout their life, or at least are working towards that balance. That means that no one thing pushes out the other items, and that they can and do make time for all aspects of their life. I've found over the years that I'm very good at making time for work. And through the work of others in the main, such as my friends, my family and my partners, I do get to do things with them. But very often I've missed out on setting aside time for myself. And indeed, those are the things that always are the first to go. So if work is busy, my gym session or walk will be the first thing that gets pulled. However, I also recognise that I am central to the things that happen to me. And as such, I have a responsibility to myself to make that time and keep to it. So now all of my weeks are a plan to them, with blocks set for each of my tasks. I have even started to colour them up so I can print a calendar each week and know what I'm doing at a glance. The other benefit for this process is that I start to build habits. For example, Monday morning is a contract to catch-up hour. So I'm always aware that what I'm doing on a Monday morning, and I don't even have to think, I just set up the calls with contractors and I start calling them. Wednesday afternoon, for example, is client cold calls. And again, I don't need to think. I have another hour in the week when I build my target list, but on the Wednesday afternoon, I just target the clients and give them a call. Equally, every morning I do 15 minutes on my bike, and in the evening I go for a walk. Those are scheduled into my diary so they become habits on a daily basis. Your plan will obviously be different to mine, but the key is getting the things set, getting your personal stuff in there, and making sure you set the time aside to actually do those personal things. The goal of this process is to get the things done and to get your life into balance. Now, I'm still a work in progress on mine, but I'll keep you posted on it over the coming weeks and let you know how I'm getting on. Topic two this week comes back to something I've discussed before, the idea of going global. I get approached weekly about the idea of working in the Middle East or for recruiters trying to look at targeting on new clients in new countries. As I said before in this podcast, I'm a firm believer that the UK recruitment consultant travels incredibly well. Wherever I've been in the world, I've met recruitment consultants from the UK working there and being highly successful in those markets. However, in the current climate, the global recruitment market is being hit by the lack of travel and that a number of people have been stuck away from their previous countries, and it is some who have been reluctant to travel again, even after things have started to get back to normal. The methods of working for internationally, however, have become much easier in the last 12 months, as many more companies are using Teams and Zoom, so the need to be present from a recruitment point of view in a country has reduced. All that leads me to believe that now is a perfect time to start thinking about building an international section to your desk. The companies internationally will need to start recruiting again, and they will need to start growing again, and they will need help to sort that out. And that help could easily come from you. The key is working out what areas of your sector are used overseas, and where the best locations may be. That could be Asia, Middle East, or the Americas, or indeed a combination of all three of them. And the methods therefore after that are very much the same as you would use for clients in the UK. You research the clients, research the sector, and look at areas where there are shortages. You will need to take into consideration some market location factors, such as the fact that in the Middle East, for example, some technical and engineering roles can have a much lower base salary than they would in the UK or Europe. 
That being said, if you find the market and you're sure you can source the candidates and you're sure that the salaries are in the bandings that you're happy to work with, then definitely go for it. The value and long-term options of working internationally are great. I've had many experiences over the years where I've been able to open up clients in the international space and then bring that relationship back to the UK and expand it here. So it's a double whammy, work in the international market and potentially more work here in the UK too. If you're considering working internationally or could be interested in the idea, then please reach out to me via social media. I'd be very happy to help. I've had some of my greatest experiences delivering international recruitment, and I'd be very happy to provide you any help or guidance that I can. If you want to reach out to me, I'm at Million Pound Builder on all social media, or you can reach me via my website, adrian-mansfield.com. So that's it for another Coffee Break podcast. If you've liked this podcast or any of our other podcasts, it would be great if you could leave us a review. And if you give us a like, it helps other people find us and help find the podcast. In the meantime, I hope you have a great week and I look forward to speaking to you again next week. Our next interview is also now recorded and I hope that we'll have that in the next week or so so you can enjoy that one as well. I'll let you know more details on that next week. And until then, enjoy the journey.